Say goodbye to time-wasting habits and hello to a more productive you with advice on improving your productivity in today's episode. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. I want to help you get more done in less time. I want you to be productive. And I think sometimes when you bring up this topic, people think, well, I got to spend more time on it. And really, I think it's about not necessarily spending more time on your goals and and, and thinking that's a good way to accomplish something. I think it's getting more done in allotted times that you have saved for. And I think this can go for anything. Like if you have a health and wellness goal, you want to be productive, you want to get a lot done towards your goal. If you guys are career driven, you have a business, you're you're somebody that just wants to work their way up the ladder uh, at your company. I think this is a really good topic. And this, if I follow these tips, because that's what I'm going to do today, I have 10 tips for you guys that I think are going to help you just get a lot more done. And when I follow these tips, because sometimes I waver in and out when I follow these tips, my mood is better. I'm higher energy. I just, I feel like I'm growing and, and making progress every single day. And when I start to slip on some of these tips, I start to feel stuck. I start to feel like maybe some anxiety. I start to get a little whiny and maybe a little bit moody as well. And I don't want that for you guys. So let's let's boost your productivity and, and get more done with these tips I'm gonna go over. Number one is you need to start by setting clear, specific goals for what you want to accomplish. That is long-term and that is also day-to-day because when, you know, let's say you have a career goal, you wanna work your way up at a company. Well, there's gonna be different projects you need to work on. There's gonna be different, fires you have to put out so to speak because like you know if for those of you that uh, work (laughs) have a career and enjoy your career there's always different things that pop up there's issues there's problems that need to be solved and so every day isn't the exact same so you're going to have to set specific goals for what you want to get done longer term and then what you want to get done day to day now what you're doing day to day should align with a longer term goal and a lot of times it doesn't but these clear goals Will, will keep you motivated. It gives you your to-dos, which, which makes it feel like you're making baby steps toward that big goal. And it, it just puts you in a line with achieving your desired result. Number two, I'm looking at my notes here, break your goals down into smaller, more manageable tasks. And that's exactly what I hinted at when I was talking about setting specific goals is then you need to take that big goal. I want to lose 65 pounds or I want to be the director at my company or I want to be the supervisor. You have to break that down into smaller, more manageable tasks. What does it take to lose 65 pounds? What does it take to get promoted at your company? And then these are the things that you need to write down that you should be doing week to week, like every week I need to get this done. Okay, if you have to get that done every single week, now what do you have to do day to day? Because if you never map it out into the daily habits, because that's what all your goals should lead to is daily habits. If you never map it out to daily habits, I don't think you'll have a high likelihood of achieving what you want to achieve, the health and wellness and wealth goals, career goals that you have. So that's a very important step. Number three is create a daily to-do list to keep track of your tasks and prioritize them. So like I said, day-to-day 
you're going to have different things that come up and you're going to have to reprioritize things. This is where I think a lot of people are terrible and where I was terrible was I would create a list. I would do number one, perfect. I'd set those goals. I'd break it down into manageable tasks and then I'd create a to-do list because there's always those to-dos that you have to do like every day in your career or with your health. And then I'd sit down and start walking through the to-do list and I'd do all the easy ones. I do all the ones that weren't top priority. The top priority ones are usually the scarier ones or the ones that might take the longest or I don't know, maybe you have to have an awkward conversation. I don't know what it was, but I would I would avoid them and I do all the easy ones first because I'm like, well, let me just get these five little ones out of the way. And then before you know it, like the day was gone and I didn't do the highest priority stuff. So you have to make that list, but then you have to prioritize them. And then when you prioritize them, the top ones need to get handled. That's how you move in this world. That's how you achieve what you want to achieve is the big things move. Everybody is really good at like, you know, doing a million little projects uh, or actually a little a bunch of meaningless tasks that make it look like they're busy when in reality they're getting nothing done. Number four, use the 80-20 rule to focus on the most important tasks first. So what is really going to move the needle? What is the most important what is going to take up like the most of your time? What's the big, biggest project that you need to get started on? And that helps you figure out what you should be doing first. Number five, avoid multitasking. It can decrease your productivity. I don't care what you guys say. You are not good at multitasking when compared to someone that is focused. Someone that when they're in the task that needs to be accomplished, it is the only thing they do and they do it until it's finished or they have a good stopping point. They don't multitask. They don't text their wife or their husband while they're trying to do like a big long paper for their company or, you know, doing a bunch of different things. And like, actually, that's the best way that I perform. So it doesn't really feel like work. One time somebody told me, I don't like it to feel like work. So I like to like have a YouTube video going. And it's like, no, you're just... You're kind of avoiding the task. You don't want to multitask. You're not going to get as much done. You are not going to get as much done as if you were completely focused on that one thing. And that should make complete sense. Keep it simple. You're only making things complex by trying to get a bunch done or doing different things at once. Number six, set aside dedicated blocks of time for focused work without distractions. You, some of you, and this includes me, you're not going to get a lot done with your kids in the room. You're not going to get a lot done, like in my case, from like 8 a.m. until about 7 a.m. Because that's when like my clients need me. I check in with them. I send them check-in videos. We message each other from literally from that time, like 8 a.m.-ish, sometimes even like 6 a.m. in the morning, but like 8 a.m. to like 7 p.m. I feel like I need to be paying attention to them. That is, that's, they're, they're sending messages to me. Um, you know, I have calls set up, I'm doing my check-in videos. And so that's distracted time for me, but it's necessary. Okay. It is necessary. So when am I going to get my big tasks done early in the morning? That's why if you hear a lot of my podcasts, I'm, I'm working on being a early morning person. It's going the right direction, but I have some weak spots. Uh, sometimes I, I start to sleep in or stay up too late and stuff like that. And then what happens? I can't get the big stuff done. So I have to get up early before the kids, before the wife, before a lot of my clients and get like 
two hours or 90 minutes or heck, even if it's only 25 minutes, at least I got the big thing moving without the distractions. I never feel like I get the big things moving during the day or when the kids are home. I don't. There's just too many things going on around me. Too many people need me. And for some of you, if you don't like to be early, you could do that late at night. If you're a night owl, you could do it at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night when the world starts to go to bed and you can get some of these things done. Number seven, take regular breaks. Actually, I'm going to change that. I'm going to change my note here to take calculated breaks to recharge and avoid burnout. So this is if like you are fairly productive. Some of you need to close your ears if you're not very productive, though. (laughs) You need to close your ears if you're not very productive. Because I've seen too many people. I think, you know, I I think I had like seven or eight people under me at my two gym locations, which I sold, by the way. Uh, A lot of you know that. But just in case you don't, I sold two gyms. And I think at one point I had seven or eight full-time and part-timers under me. And let's just call it eight for easy math. And, and two of them uh, were really great. They were, they were very productive. They, they loved their job. It just seemed like it just seemed like everything went well, and they're very passionate about it. I had, you know, figure out of those eight people, two people were, ter- two people were terrible. You know, they didn't want to get a lot done. They were always trying to, like, hide and look at their cell phone, you know, and just avoid the work. They weren't passionate about it. They didn't love helping people get in shape and stuff like that. And then the four middle people were the hardest, I think, for me. So you have two great ones. You have two crappy ones. And then four in the middle. Some of them were in and out. Uh, some, some would say the words, but they can never follow through. And some of them I truly believed wanted to be good trainers, good coaches, and... And they never became as good as the top two. And when, when I looked at their schedules, they were, they were taking like too many breaks. They had like this really long morning routine. Like when I get up in the morning, what I do is I read, then I journal, then I pray, then I read the Bible, and then I do my steps or my cardio, or that's when I do my weights. And then I have my coffee downtime, and then I do this and I do that. And it's like two and a half hours in the morning is like this like... The, the me time, like, and it's like the, the two people that did really well and I really liked them as coaches and they helped a lot of clients, they would just wake up and like get to work on stuff. They woke up and they were passionate about learning or doing something that matched some of their career, career goals, becoming a good coach. They weren't sipping coffee for 45 minutes, needing some me time or watching like motivational videos on YouTube before they can do anything. No, those are crutches. If you have to do that in your morning routine, like you have to like sip your coffee for 30 minutes and and do your devotionals or all the all these things. I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things. Especially like pray and bible I had in there. Those are good things, but I think you're avoiding the work. The people that get a lot done are the ones that wake up and they get after it. And this can apply to anything. I know I'm talking about my coach's example, but you know, are you avoiding some of the things you need to do for your health? In the morning, you know, you're, you you should be doing certain things and you're avoiding them. Also, like, you know, I, I, I also saw from the middle four people that like they were in and out. They wanted to be great, but they get, could just never get there as coaches. They also had like too many breaks. So let's say they had like a two hour morning routine <laughs> or a 90 minute morning routine, whatever it is. Then they're the ones that had like the hour long lunch break. And it was actually, it was always like actually an hour 15. You know what I mean? Do you know the type where it's like, well, I have one hour dedicated to lunch 
and they do nothing and it kind of drifts into like an hour 15. And then also kind of like it's the person that's done at like 2.45 with work. <laughs> so like they have all these morning routines, these lunch breaks, and then they're done early with work. And like you're never going to be able to keep up with the people that are great. You're never going to be able to keep up with anybody that has their health and their fit when you need all these little breaks and resets. So that's why I say calculated breaks. Like if you legitimately are tired, take a 15-minute break and get back to work. Number eight, that one I spent a lot of time on, didn't I? Number eight, use technology to automate or streamline repetitive tasks. So that's the, what I use is, and, and what you guys can use is like a Google Calendar or some sort of automated calendar that kind of puts in like, hey, I should be doing this at this time. I should be doing this because a lot of us do some of the same stuff, especially during the work week. So having that Google Calendar to kind of save that time, that allotted time for certain projects, for your fitness, for your even for your family. Okay, number nine is create a positive and organized work environment. Some of you that work at a company in cubicle or offices or something like that, you can't sit by your best buddy that you get along with because you guys aren't getting anything done. <laughs> and it also goes for the person that you can't stand. I really think that you have to be very picky about your work environment. Okay, some of you that work at home, you can't let your kids in your office while you're getting this stuff done. You have to be very organized because if you're messy with your notes and what you need to get done and your to-do list and all your files, you're just not going to be as productive of a person. So you have to have a positive work environment, get away from negative people and your buddies that distract you, and you have to be organized. And number 10 and the last one is stay motivated and accountable by tracking your progress and celebrating your achievements. So all of you guys should be tracking something with your health and wellness, your weigh-ins, your calories, your progress in your workouts, your weights, your reps, your, your cardio minutes, your steps, whatever it is. You guys need to be tracking that stuff because when you do hit progress, it's fun. When the graphs go the right direction, it's fun and you can celebrate. Should you celebrate with pizza every time you lose a pound? No, probably not. You'll probably end up plateauing, but you can pat yourself on the back. You can go buy your uh, new pair of pants or if you're a guy, you can buy like a new shotgun or tool or something like that. Like you can do something like that to celebrate your achievements. It does feel good because even though I'm talking about how to be super productive, at the end of the tunnel, at the end of the road, there has to be like a little bit of a prize. So, and this prize shouldn't like set you back. It shouldn't be like, well, now I deserve a seven-day vacation. <laughs> you know, no, nothing like that. It's just like, hey, good job to yourself. And, and you do something quick or purchase a little gift and then, you know, you're just back to your routine. It feels good. And I think if you do these things, you're going to be able to stay on task with your health and wellness and achieve a lot with your body. You are going to become the coach that is great and can help a lot of clients. You're going to be the person that becomes the manager, the supervisor, the director at your company because it is the people that get the most done that end up being the most successful in the field that they want to be. I hope this helps you get a lot done. Spencer, signing off.